week, Josh talked about um, faith and went into that a bit more. Um, and this week, we are looking at what is faith for people who don't know Jesus. And this is building on our draw near vision focus of raising expectations. We want to raise our expectations uh, in this area. I think it's worth pointing out at this point in time that sometimes sharing faith with people who don't know Jesus can bring up feelings of fear and guilt. Um, I know I was sat in Josh's sermon last week thinking, oh no, this time next week I've got to talk about sharing my faith and, uh, and uh, I know that's an awkward subject and I don't feel very good at it. But um, So if you're feeling like that, you're in good company. Uh, the Colossians, the, the people who this passage was written to, weren't experts either. They were brand new Christians. Um, but as I was preparing this message, I actually got more and more excited about sharing my faith. Uh, I got a growing sense of excitement about how important this is. And I realised I don't think I'm as bad as I think I am at it. So <laughs> hopefully I will be able to share this enthusiasm with you by the end of this talk. Sharing our faith is really important. Um, If we don't share it, it will die with us. Uh, The church is in decline. We really need to find a way of sharing this good news, this precious gift that God's given given us uh, with other people. Um, It's not about what we have or we haven't been able to do in the past, what we have or haven't said. Um, It's about how much we want to share our faith now. And so I just really want to encourage you to kind of let what's past uh, be in God's hands and think about um, the exciting opportunities that God is giving us now that we can take part in building his kingdom. And I think this little passage has a lot to encourage us in about that. Um, But before I start talking about the passage, I just wanted to talk about raising our expectations. Um, we're doing a series about faith and something uh, someone said to me a few years ago that I found really helpful when it came to faith is about our expectations. I don't know if you've noticed but we have a tendency to lower our expectations in line with what we've experienced in life. We go about life, things happen and we reduce our expectations uh, according to what we've experienced in the past and that's perfectly normal But I think, I mean, if unfortunately, if we've never seen anyone give their lives to Jesus in the past, that means we never expect that to happen now. So I just want to challenge us this morning to raise our expectations, not in line with our experiences, but in line with the word of God. And God's word suggests that people are willing and ready to come to Christ. And so I just encourage you to to check where you've reduced your expectations in the past and build our faith again on what God's word says. There's a funny thing about faith, but if we don't expect something to happen, it's less likely to happen. If we're expecting it and we're looking for it, it's more likely to come about. And uh, we're not talking about an unrealistic leap of faith, just stepping stones, just looking for the next step where God is is calling us to take risks to build our faith. And our faith increases with each step. And I really think today that our next step of faith at St. James is to start praying or or step up our praying for our friends and family who don't know God, that God would give us an opportunity to witness to them. 
Um, this passage suggests that our, the foundation of our witness should be prayer. Um, I, you might want to look up Colossians 4. Uh, if you haven't, I will be following it a little bit. How often do we pray for our friends and family who don't have faith in Jesus? I don't know about you, but I find this really encouraging that the first step is prayer. God's not calling us to go and stand on a street corner and shout. He's not calling us to do anything first other than to just lift up our friends and family in prayer to him. Lift up those who we care about to God and ask that he would make himself known. In fact, if we want our attempts to tell others about Jesus to be successful, appropriate and effective, then the first place we need to start is to pray. This passage uh, says three specific things about the way in which we should pray. It says we should be devoted in prayer, watchful in prayer, and thankful in prayer. You might have been praying for someone to know Jesus for a very long time. And I just encourage you to keep praying. Don't give up. Your prayer is making a difference. And God will move at the right time. Just keep watching for it and keep praying. Be devoted in prayer. We also need to be watchful in prayer. That means to pray in all times and all places. And to ask God to give us eyes to see what he's doing in the lives of those around us. It's really good to pray in the morning or the evening. But I just encourage you to pray throughout the day as well. Um, When people are in front of you, be listening to God for them. Lift them up to God in your hearts. God is already at work in people's lives. Let's look out for him. Let's look for what he's doing. In praying for people, we recognize that there's a spiritual dimension to sharing his good news. We don't know what's happening in someone's life, but God does. And God might want to give you a word or a picture or a Bible verse for that person. So just be be prayerful, be listening as you are chatting as you're at work, as you're with your friends, as you're with your family. And the final way, the last way the passage says to pray pray is to be thankful. And it's important not to overlook that. Thankfulness is so important in transforming our hearts, in making us to stand out as different, in in helping people to see that there's, there's something different about us. When we are thankful... When we don't grumble or complain, we shine like stars, Philippians 2.15 says. And that's really attractive. As we pray, God transforms us into better witnesses. Uh, Verse 5 goes on to say that we need to be wise in the way that we act. It's not only what we say, but how we say it. People are watching how we live as Christians. We need to be wise in the way we act. And the way we act literally translate as walk, uh, translate as walk, to be wise in the way we walk, a steady way of life headed in a particular direction. The word for wisdom used in this passage is the same used for a skilled craftsman building the temple in the Old Testament. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talks about the wise man who builds his house upon the rock by actually doing what God says. When we pray and when we live in line with the Bible's teaching, when we walk in wisdom, 
we create and we craft a beautiful life, a life which causes others to stop and ask questions. Now, a few years ago, uh, me and my husband plucked up the courage to ask my best friend on an alpha course. And um, to our surprise, she said yes. She was really interested. And it turned out that they had been really attracted uh, by the way that we lived, by the way we dealt with situations, uh, to Christianity. They wanted what we had. They just didn't want to offend us by asking questions. Um, I think sometimes the closer you are to someone, the more worried you are about giving offence. But Alpha really gave us permission to talk about faith together and to share our faith with them. And, uh, and they're now going strong. They've moved away and, and got stuck into a church. But it's so amazing to be able to share my faith with my best friend. And uh, I just want to encourage us that people do know. To, I, I would never have known unless I've known her for years and years and years. And it was a surprise to me that she said she'd noticed something different about me. So I just want to encourage you that people do see our lives. And if we're struggling to share our faith, maybe at work or maybe in our families, we might want to think about how we're acting towards those people. Is, is our attitude to life attractive? Or are you always the one that's moaning in the office? I know that's really hard. Perhaps you might want to think as you're going into work, what can I do to bless my team today? What can I do to bless my colleagues? Who can I say that I'm thankful for today? Who can I serve today? Who can I listen to? Let me be clear, though. Christians aren't the only nice people in the world, and being nice is not enough. No one will be able to guess the gospel because you made them a cup of tea. Um, Sadly, it'd be great if it worked like that. (laughs) We are saved by God's grace, not our own efforts. And it's often through our weaknesses that God shows us, shows his grace all the more. The Bible says we hold this treasure, we hold the message of Christ in jars of clay, in fragile and broken things, which cause the light to shine out even more. If we want to reach our friends and family, we need to be devoted in prayer, watchful in prayer, and thankful in prayer. And Paul asks the Colossians to pray for something specific. In verse 3, he asks them to pray that God would open a door to the message. Uh, Back when I was a very enthusiastic young Christian, I used to tell my housemates all the time about Jesus at every opportunity. Um... I just tried to get the gospel in there. And I just found a brick wall. I just couldn't get through. The door wasn't open for them to hear the message. And I pray that those seeds will grow that I've planted. But um, I think we need to remember that actually we can only do so much and we need God to open the door into people's hearts and lives so that they can receive this life-giving message about Jesus. We can't bash that door down no matter how hard we try but we can pray for God to open it. So I do encourage you, when you pray for your friends and family, to pray that God would open a door to his message. If you tried sharing your faith in the past and nothing's happened, keep praying that God would open the door. We don't know when it might happen. That's up to God, but the Bible encourages us to watch for it and to pray for it. I think we can go to two extremes. We can try and break down the door and force the message in, Or when the door opens, when an opportunity arises, we can get scared and run away. 
I know I've done that before, uh, rather than walking through that open door. When we pray for God to open a door, and when we live a Christian life, this causes people to ask questions. God gives us opportunities to talk about the reason why we follow Jesus. We don't need to force them, but we do need to make the most of them when they arise. And that's what the passage says in verse um, 3. No. Testing you now. Verse 5 at the end. Pray for opportunity. Make the most of every opportunity that God gives you. The word literally means to buy up the opportunities whilst they are available, to treat them as precious. So we will be given opportunities to share our faith, but there won't be lots and lots of them. Um, I've been praying for my friend. I've prayed for five people over thy kingdom come. And uh, one of the things the little card says is to pray for opportunities. So I pray for opportunities. And I I didn't really expect there to be any. But um, last week she came round and Jehovah's Witnesses knocked on the door. And, um, you know, I was polite to them and they went. And we had a really great conversation um, about uh, evil. And I got the chance to share that actually if we only believe that there's only evil in the world, then evil wins. Actually, we need to believe in a good God um, who overcomes evil. Um, And... I wasn't marvellously eloquent. I wasn't, you know, didn't say anything special, but I tried to make the most of that opportunity. I had this talk in mind. I was like, oh, yes, it says make the most of every opportunity. So rather than just thinking, letting it slide, I I tried to, you know, explain it. So don't be surprised if opportunities to share, share your faith come up when you pray and make the most of them. Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes from hearing the message which is heard through the word about Christ. Other people having faith in Jesus comes from us sharing the message, from sharing the Bible, from sharing our personal stories, from sharing what God is doing in our lives. So let's share our stories with other people. Let's share our experience of what God's doing in our lives with those around us. And don't be afraid of them asking questions. Paul says that our conversation in, this, in Colossians 4, Paul says our conversation should be grace-filled, uh, it should be salty, it should be interesting. And it encourages me that even Paul needs to ask for prayer, that he can proclaim the message clearly. The very last part of our reading suggests that we might need to answer different people differently according to what they want to know. I do think knowing a succinct version of the gospel to share with people is important. But I don't know if you've noticed, but if you look at Jesus' encounters in the Bible, he didn't have a stock response for everyone. He used parables, he used everyday examples. He, He looked at the person he was talking to and knew what they needed to hear so that they could take the next step towards God's kingdom and towards faith. Faith is a journey, and we want to help everyone that we meet to take that next step towards God. That means that we need to listen to people with the help of God's Spirit and discern exactly what they need to hear next, what part of the gospel they need to hear next in their lives. Someone might need to hear that God is good, that He loves them, that Jesus died for their sins 
Or someone might need to know just how easy it is to pray to God. So many people nowadays don't know they can just pray to God um, really easily. Someone might need to, to be challenged to give up something, like the rich young ruler who needed to give up his wealth. Someone might need you to pray for healing for them. Someone might be ready to give their lives to Jesus and just might need you to just encourage them to take that final step to pray for him to come and be Lord of their lives. What is the next thing the person you are praying for needs to know, needs to hear, to be able to come closer to God? Ultimately, what we want is not for people to be convinced of an argument, but to meet Jesus personally. This is our message of a God who was previously an unknown mystery, now revealed in the love and sacrifice of Christ. A God who wants to come close, who loves us so much that he sent his son to die to remove the sin which stopped him being able to. We've been looking at uh, next steps a lot in St. James and uh, I think hopefully you can guess what I feel our next step is going to be coming out of this, this talk and this passage. I really feel that God is calling us to step up praying for our friends and family who don't know Jesus. So I thought it might be quite helpful to share with you some ideas about how you could do that. Um, Thy Kingdom Come praying for five people. I mean, you can still pray for five people, um, even though it's not thy kingdom come anymore. Um, You might want to make a list and put it somewhere that you'll see every day that you can't forget. Uh, Stick it on your mirror, put it by your bedside table, put it on your fridge. You might want to set an alarm on your phone to pray for someone every day at the same time. Um, Sometimes when I worked at the council, I would just nip into the toilets and pray when I was having a hard time or if someone was having a hard time you can pray anywhere something nice me and my husband do is every time we're going to meet someone we pray for them on our way there on our journey maybe on your journey to work you might want to pray for for people that you're going to be spending the day with there's lots of different ways uh, but we just need to remember try and put something in place that will remind us to pray We need to pray devotedly, watchfully, and thankfully. And pray that God would open a door to his message. Don't be surprised if opportunities to share your faith come up when you pray. Just keep calm, be yourself, and share what God has done for you. Make the most of every opportunity. And let's raise our expectations of what God can do in the lives of the people around us and how he can use us.